0: Welcome to the Switch Click Podcast, episode 85, recorded on May 24th, 2022. Tonight, we'll be diving back into the brainstorming lab and creating the perfect situation for the Fantastic Four to join the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This episode will contain spoilers from Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, but if you haven't seen the movie yet, it's on you. You've probably been spoiled already, to be honest. (laughs) To be completely honest. It's kind of everywhere. My name is Dakota, and today I'm joined by Tyler. Hello. And Nathan. Hello. So after seeing uh, John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic in the Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. um, the conversation has kind of arisen of who will be the other three members of the Fantastic Four um, after the first three movies aren't that great. I guess maybe one of them is, but that's okay. Um, we really need to get these actors right before they may or may not make six-year plus contracts with Marvel. <laughs> and we'd also like to brainstorm a little bit on how Marvel can introduce these characters into the MCU now that, uh cough, cough, the other one is dead. <laughs> I think an easy, easy,
1: solid way to get everything started is just to talk about Mr. Krasinski himself. So Yeah, let's get the elephant out of the room. Out of the room. Yeah. You guys like John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic? Or I guess... Do any of you really know anything about the Fantastic Four? Because I really don't. <laughs> I uh,
2: don't aside really from watching, either. aside from watching the three movies, uh, not much.
1: Half my information is from people on Twitter who really care about the Fantastic Four, talk about why they like it. So,
0: <laughs> I yeah, I've not read any Fantastic Four comics. I haven't read either. I haven't. I think I might have seen the fin- Fantastic or stick, the really bad. Oh one. That's no, that's the only one I've seen. <laughs> Um uh, it was so mad I don't remember anything from it, but that's okay. Um other but two are, John Krasinski, I've seen a little bit of the office. I don't maybe the, like the first season. He's really good in that just because it's comedic timing and whatnot. He's really good at that. Um But for the time that we was we were with him for Multiverse of Madness, I don't think he had enough for any impact or any gauge to see if he was good for the character. Um, he is yeah. very good at acting from The Quiet Place. So I don't doubt him on that. Mm-hmm. I, I personally feel,
1: although this is probably me just regurgitating something I saw on YouTube or Twitter or something. But I've heard that Mr. Fantastic in like the comics, especially near the beginning, is very pessimistic. And he, he's like the smartest person in the room. And he knows it. Um, So he's kind of cocky and everything like that he's kind of he kind of sucks really yeah and later in his career after marrying invisible woman and having a kid and stuff then he starts to loosen up and kind of be a little more like what we saw in multiverse of madness yeah. which uh he seemed more caring especially considering he was his first instinct is to kind of calm her down instead of i don't know capture her or something yeah and well i feel like he did a good job in that I really have no gauge to what he'd be like in the other kind of role, especially considering, from what I've seen in his other movies and stuff. John Krasinski kind of plays like the perfect boy kind of character, mm-hmm. where yeah. it, he does a great job. And um, like the perfect boy is a little um, like I don't. What's the word? It it kind of diminishes what he does. But, I, but in like all his movies he he doesn't really make not he doesn't not make mistakes it's more of a he's always in the right he's like he's the good guy which is perfectly fine and he does a good job but i feel like that might not work as well for mr fantastic because he kind of i feel a necessary part of his
0: character is to be wrong <laughs> yeah and as well in the comics um i know that uh He's not great to Sue Storm, because Sue Storm multiple times goes to Namor to uh, <laughs> to just have a relationship with Namor. So, yeah. I doubt Disney would ever add that, but it would be an interesting way of showing the growth of a character. Or the to be degrowth. To be, to be four.
1: <laughs> wow. To be fair, uh, I'm pretty sure Namor has just been hunting after her since his,
0: since they were created, so... Yeah, and (laughs) And I can't really see John Krasinski also going into like the almost super focused hyper mode to figure something out. Mm -hmm. I I can't really see him doing that. Maybe he can.
1: Maybe he just hasn't been in a a spot to do that. So, uh, maybe he'd be... he'd surprise me, and I hope he does, because it really does kind of feel like it's almost definitely that he's going to be the Mr. Fantastic.
0: Mm -hmm. But,
1: if he doesn't, there's plenty of fan casts of other people other people that other people want him what is my sentence there's plenty of fan casts that other people made that don't have him as mr fantastic and uh, to be honest as we kind of suck at casting and don't know many
0: actors we're just going to judge them and not come up with our own ideas (laughs) (laughs) um i will mention before we get to the other characters that uh I don't know if this was confirmed or not, but I watched a YouTube video by uh, Mr. Sunday Movies where they talked about almost this exact topic and uh, on the cameos of the MCU, uh, the uh, Multiverse of Madness. And they, he's, they specified that from their source, uh, they mentioned that... Uh, what is the actor currently for... Um, not Mission Possible, 007. James Bond, uh, that's Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. So they mentioned that Daniel Craig was supposed to be Mr. Fantastic for that cameo. Really? Um, But I I think that the Daniel Craig part was an assumption, but the original actor was supposed to be Mr. Fantastic, but he decided not to due to COVID because that was when COVID was peaking. So people are assuming Daniel Craig because it it wasn't uh, booked for anything during that time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they just flew out John Krasinski, I bet, because it was close. He might have been in whatever... Maybe in LA or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, at the time, so and that might have just like been a convenience. It would be weird to have Daniel Craig personally, but yeah, I have I also heard. Uh, I'm not sure how correct
1: this is. That uh, it was kind of misinformation. Daniel Craig was supposed to be a character named Boulder the Brave, who was also in the Illuminati. Yeah, and they kind of replaced, and they just replaced him with Mister Fantastic afterwards. So, but I guess Daniel Craig. Well, I think a little old could be Mr Fantastic, I guess i I've only really seen him in James Bond and uh Knives Out, yeah, so.
0: I don't think he oh, has no. like almost the look he is very a very circle face shape,
2: yeah, That's it doesn't true. seem to match like Mr. Fantastic's kind of look, well, I would say like a square face looker
0: or... mhm, like a tall ish face, yeah, yeah. Beard sometimes, also sometimes not. <laughs> yeah. And also the beard on him, I don't think I've ever seen a beard on him in the movies or anything, so <laughs> Yeah. So maybe let's That's just get fair. on to the next ones.
1: Uh actually I think before we move on, I just want to bring up one other fan cast that I've seen decently popular, which is uh William Jackson Harper, who plays Cheaty in The Good Place, uh as another potential Mr. Fantastic. And well, I feel I do feel like Chidi is pretty much just Mr. Fantastic in the Good Place, uh, and it would kind of make a little bit of sense considering Kang is black, although he's a de- he's a descendant, so it doesn't really matter. It far enough in the future, your skin color does not matter at all, yeah, and your descendants. But I don't know. As long if you want, if Marvel decide that they don't want to go with. Um, an entirely white fantastic four i think he would be a choice i'd prefer over john krasinski but i don't know
0: Hmm. um we have some photos here for reference and uh one of the from uh, twitter i guess that you collected from other fan castings Um, google images but (laughs) um this last one has uh somebody who definitely fits the look and would be actually very interesting. Uh, Rahul Kohil okay. Kohli. Co- Let's look Coley. up Rahul Kohli. If I had to get he honestly fits a look. And if they want some, um, if they don't want to go with the all white cast, then that would be actually very interesting. I'm fly. not sure if okay. Apparently, he was
1: in Supergirl for a little bit. I have not seen Supergirl, so I or I have seen it, but I haven't seen it in a while, so I don't really know. Hmm. Um. The Haunting of Bly Manor, haven't seen that. Happy Anniversary, haven't seen that. And I Zombie. haven't seen that. So that, that's what lot. he's known for our, on IMDb. Oh, he was in hmm. Harley Quinn. Uh, oh, he was Scarecrow. He was, in, he was Scarecrow on the Harley Quinn show. Hmm. Although that doesn't really show his visual looks, but... He was oh, in yeah. Red versus Blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. He definitely does have the look, though. I've seen him on Twitter, um, actually, pretty recently, just talking about people fan casting him. He's like, uh, and I'm pretty sure he'd be down. Although his his tweets aren't very like, you know, like watered down actor tweets.
2: Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, his
1: tweets aren't that. He he's
0: his tweets feel a lot more opinionated. Hmm. Well, I mean, um, what's the act? Liu. He oh very, yeah, is like, no, no personal.
1: Yeah, but he also does have all those sponsored tweets about Google Pixel. So oh yeah, I saw that. I, I like saw, those, I
2: those. Those, those, those uh, freaking advertisements.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Maybe he'll start. Uh. He'll mm-hmm. be like a. I don't know Samsung spokesperson after this uh, if he got <laughs> cast. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think that's a pretty
0: good. Everything for Mr. Fantastic. So maybe let's move on to... I would say... Yeah, let's just move on to Sue Storm. Um, All I know from her character is... She's... She goes invisible. I don't don't know anything about the plot of her character. So I don't know what to gauge for an actor to get to a certain point.
1: Yeah, but all I know about Invisible Woman at least... Well, I don't actually know much. I know. In the initially, she was just kind of the love interest character, where uh, Namor, Mister or Mister Fantastic would be pining after. But then, I, I'm a, if I had to imagine, I'd assume she gained a personality over time, or maybe started with one. I don't
2: know. Yeah, there's really not much we know about.
0: <laughs> yeah, the actors that are kind of going around currently are. Any white woman. I haven't seen any Any, uh, wh- yeah, any white woman <laughs> under the sun. <laughs> yeah, well, that and that has like blonde hair.
2: <laughs> John Krasinski's wife.
0: Yeah,
1: That's Emily Blunt is probably the biggest one. Who I just think she might be a little
0: bit on the older side. Um, yeah, I two. think if you
1: have John Krasinski, it'd be fun because they are husband and wife. But at the same time, I she said before in interviews, Emily Blunt, that she doesn't want to do a superhero movie so oh, um we're done there then unless the, <laughs> yeah, unless the
0: marvel ready. money comes on through <laughs> i don't think um the other actors that we kind of have here are um i don't remember the actor's name but she was in what the horror movie's happy birthday the main character in that um it was like a groundhog day kind of thing mm-hmm. she could happy be death pretty day. good yeah. happy death day not happy death Birthday. Day. <laughs> Um, and then also Lily James actually Lily James would be really good I think Um, she was very good in the two movies is uh, Happy Death Day I believe, haven't seen the movie, just checking IMDB Ah, Um, yeah, Lily James I think I know her all I know her is from I think one movie and another one, uh, Baby Driver I don't know, I've seen two things yeah, that's where I remember is Baby Driver oh Oh, she was also Cinderella. Oh. <laughs> well, do
1: you, what do yeah. you know? <laughs> That's actually quite a bit of range. Cinderella and Deborah from
0: Baby Driver. Hmm. And Baby Driver, she's kind of just the, the stereotypical girlfriend. She doesn't have that much to do, but kind of damsel in distress. Yeah. I, when, it's unfortunate that I kind of know nothing about
1: Invisible Woman, because <laughs> it's hard to gauge which actors will be good, because you just kind of look at them, and you go, are they... A blonde white woman (laughs)
0: yeah
1: Like the only it's the only like basis whereas it doesn't you don't i guess if you're if you don't want the fantastic four to be all white uh she doesn't even have to be a blonde white woman although i think in my 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 own head i feel like uh if i were casting the fantastic four i really don't care about the skin color for any of them, really, but if I had a preference, I think um, Sue Storm and Johnny Storm should probably be white because I just—I don't know—I get the white
0: vibe from them <laughs> more than yeah. ever, more than the other other ones. But yeah, I mean, they could always just be like, okay, you're you grew up on in a white neighborhood or something or a white area, like New York or something. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: and also I think um, as bad as the movie was. Uh, and four stick Michael B. Jordan a decent job and I could I don't know I don't think we've had a bad Johnny Storm before I like Chris Evans and uh, Michael B. Jordan uh, although their mo- they didn't have much to do in their movies I don't think so
2: no yeah. definitely not they were just kind of there
1: mm-hmm So I guess that's that's a nice way to move on to the castings for Johnny Storm. Yeah. Who I probably, if I have to imagine, have the biggest opinion on just because he's the Fantastic Four character I know the most because he shows up in Spider-Man comics because he's like Spider-Man's best friend. Yeah. So I'm probably the most opinionated on him. and, And that's not even being that opinionated.
2: That's just kinda of just going off of facts that like it happens.
1: He be Spider Man's best friends who should yes. probably be
0: around Tom Holland age is like my hope. Yeah, I would
2: imagine I would like to imagine that.
0: Yeah, I think in that case we would probably uh cast either like an upcoming actor almost like Tom Holland or mm-hmm. somebody who's not that known. Mm-hmm.
1: That that is my hope. I, I don't think a known actor would do super... I, I feel like having Johnny Storm kinda has the just give a new actor a chance kind of vibe rather than cast Zac, Zac Efron,
0: <laughs> which <laughs> is one
1: of the ones I see
0: a lot. Yeah. I despise that casting. I hate it. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't think it fits that well. But... I think he said in an interview or something that he he would love to. He's just waiting for an email or a call, but that's you also every f-
1: actor. Any yeah. actor would
0: be down to be in the MCU.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um but that's i was joking with my brother before that my casting for um johnny storm is up and coming early 20s actor Up
2: <laughs> and coming early twenty.
1: <laughs> yeah
2: i mean it makes sense there's... though like
1: mm-hmm that's pretty much that <laughs> and moving on there yeah, is. There's, um... there's really
2: not much to cover there either
1: there is the thing who I feel if you if you had to get an A-list celebrity for the Fantastic 4 I feel like the thing is the a good place to do it cuz I feel like having a recognizable character under CG is kind of nice because you don't have to you don't get like the point at the screen and go hey I know that actor because they're just a ton of rocks Definitely And yeah. it also probably has the biggest amount of variety. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's like especially looking back at Vin Diesel with Groot, um, like having him play all the different um, like generations of Groot and not not even like having that motion capture, you know, like yeah, take he, on wasn't, he wasn't Vin even Diesel on set. Type. Like he wasn't even on set. No, he was just a voice actor.
1: He's a recording like, in the recording studio, gets his paycheck and leaves.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, I think like, they, they would feel probably like... animate him similar to Thanos with the technology. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, potentially it could be like Thanos and Hulk, in that stuff. The sense. Fantastic
1: the fan-forestick thing was pretty good.
2: Yeah, actually, I liked them too. Like it was, it was, it was actually really good.
1: I don't want them to do makeup again, not because <laughs> I, it was a good, it was a good effect, and I I like how it looks in the old movies, but I feel like with everything else in the MCU being, yeah. oh, pretty much anyone who has a different color skin, if you're not in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, are going to be CG. So having the thing be a practical effect might make him stand out too much.
0: Yeah, definitely. Especially when you have Hulk, if they ever get right beside each other, it's going to look very weird. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Some fan castings
1: are pretty much any wrestler under the (laughs) under the stars. (laughs) Oh, wow.
2: That's like that's like I mean, like, what would you expect, honestly?
1: But yeah, uh, other ones that just on our dumb pictures is Shaquille O'Neal, which I don't really see, but would be very funny. <laughs> um, There's Ben McKenzie who played Commissioner Gordon in Gotham who I guess could do a decent job. Uh, I, I bet he'd do a, a good job. Although, I don't really... I feel like the thing being like should be... I think Ben Grimm should kind of be a big guy even before. He's a... Uh, transformed because yeah. then it kind of if the whole point of the fantastic four is it kind of emphasizes their personality then having the thing be kind of like a scrawny guy or i i don't think i wouldn't say he's scrawny but just not a really big guy feels a little weird um it's definitely not belts yeah there's also um, Seth. Um, Seth Rogen is like the biggest one I've seen going around. Oof. And while I don't think I'd like that, especially con- like since the Chip and Dale movie came out, um, <laughs> where they uh-huh. where, there's that one scene where all the Seth Rogen voiced characters kind of pop up on screen at once. Yeah. It it just it, I guess it kind of ruined that casting for me because I'm like, oh, just the thing's gonna be in that shot now too. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets Rather,
0: laugh.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it. It does kind of feel like the thing is, if if Seth Rogan is
0: the thing, it feels more like a joke rather than an actual casting. Hmm. Yeah. And with the character arc that uh, Ben Grimm as the Thing kind of takes, it's like almost he he hates himself. Right? I, am I wrong yeah. with that?
1: He hates he how he looks
0: and yeah. like they. That's a little bit of a parallel to um, the mutants, a little bit. It's mm-hmm. it's less of other people hating him and him hitting himself, but I wonder if they could um, have some uh, parallels. Yeah, actually, the character I I kind of needs to kind, of to kind of push Doom that. Too. Yeah, where at least in the comics, Doctor
1: Doom, I think for a while, didn't have he had like one scar on his face, and he was so me- he was his ego was so broken by that that he put on a metal mask. They probably changed that because it's a little goofy of an origin story. But I do feel like the the difference between the thing who learns to love himself, even though he obviously got the short end of the stick versus Dr. Doom who got one scar on his face and is like, I'm hiding myself from the world. It's a good okay. parallel to have. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, well, it could work. I feel like having a not conventionally attractive actor is probably good i could see him being attractive and then being rocks and being like oh no but that also kind of feels like too vain
0: yeah um,
1: um and then maybe with the mention of dr doom we want to go over to that throw in some dr dooms although there are no none on these pictures that we have here so we're just gonna have to spitball based on memory or our own
0: ideas yeah which I is think fine Do- I think that uh, Dr. Doom should not be the first villain of the movie. I think we've all That's agreed on really lot. Sure. Um, we've had two main Dr.
1: Dooms already, and I'm sick and tired. He should be set up in that movie and then come back as a bigger threat later.
0: Yeah. Um, I saw one theory online that was probably pretty popular that you guys saw was in Moon Knight when they woke up in that town that was uh, had a castle behind Oscar yep. Isaac there. People were like, us. "Oh, yeah, that's uh that's the town." Um but then people were also like, well, when then why would Doctor Doom let some cult take over his town? And exactly. it was like, well, maybe uh this happens. Uh wait, sorry. Uh maybe this happens during the blip, which I don't think so because on the side of a bus they had the um they had the organization from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so I don't think it happened during the blip, but um, as well, they could be in space. Like, he could, Doctor Doom could be getting his powers right now, and then he comes back to that town and takes it over.
1: Oh, yep. it's so annoying. It's such a, this is such a good segue into what my idea for the Fantastic Four movie is, but we should talk about actors who people want to play, <laughs> uh, Doctor Doom. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just just repeat exactly what you said to a perfect degree, like um, five minutes later, as if nothing happened, and I'll just go off of that. <laughs> uh no, no. Uh first off, I've seen for Dr. Doom, I I think earlier quite a few people were talking about Giancarlo Carlo Esposito. Well, that's a fun casting. I'd feel he's too old.
2: He is but, definitely know, too old. If they definitely.
0: cast him, he'd nail it probably. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, I think, I don't know if you've seen this one either, but Cillian Murphy. Uh, I just need to remind. Oh, silly. Mer- oh, I have seen that one. I, I don't think yeah. that one's that bad. No, she's not bad at all. He 100% has range to do all of like the insane like, OK, I mean, he looks menacing. He, he's I think he can still do the acting behind a metal mask. hmm. Yeah, well, still pretty old. I think I've
1: seen quite a few people say Jason Isaacs as well who, if you don't know, he he played Snape in uh, uh, Harry Potter. He's played a bunch of other characters, but uh, not Snape. um, uh, Lucius Malfoy in Harry Potter. And yeah, he's been in a bunch of other things that I've seen, but I don't remember his character names in any of those. (laughs) Yeah, Um, he seems a little old. He is a little old, but once again, would probably nail it. Honestly, casting villains is so much more fun, because if you cast someone, they can... You can pretty much cast any actor who'd ham it up, and it would be amazing. Yeah. Yep. But also, would Dr. Doom be a good ham it up character? I don't really know. He has Tell to us be in the, the comments, because we need for... more comment engagement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'd have to set it up for multiple movies. Probably two movies, and then the final movie is the, the final of the trilogy is the final.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm,
0: I Unless they're doing Secret Wars, which... Uh, I think Actually they're wanting they to do it. They specific.
1: probably will. And Doctor Doom is like the main villain in Secret Wars. So. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Is there any other? No, nah, I think that's good for Doctor Doom. Yeah. Maybe we'll go into, like, Tyler, your theory on how they will be introduced. Yeah, just wind your brain back to what Dakota said and act like this is a, a beautiful segue. Oh, um, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I feel like the reason you know like Latveria is empty why is that? Well think of it this way my my main thing with the Fantastic Four movie is I, I saw it in another YouTube video uh, I think by Nandu V Movies if anyone watches this and is like I think he has good YouTube taste um, he said that he thinks the Fantastic Four should be a movie that takes place in the 60s primarily like it's It's a '60s movie, and it's like Fantastic Four—not it's uh, like Captain America, the First Avenger. Oops, we're now transported to modern day, and I think that is the perfect way to do the Fantastic Four because then they can still be the first set of superheroes while not taking up—not like the where were they the whole time. Mm -hmm. So, so my idea is that the Fantastic Four are like an adventuring group of scientists. They're like, uh, your basic adventure movie, no superpowers, they're just, they just go on, like, adventures in jungles and whatever Stixi's adventure explorers would do. And eventually, they're, like, hired to go to outer space to study something, because they're all, like, scientists or whatever. And they, while in outer space, they are attacked by some cosmic ray and transported to a transported to an some unknown dimension that is uh governed over by the beyonder the beyonder being if you don't know who he is he's an he's just like a god character in the mcu who is kind of in control of both secret wars stories so yeah anyway they're transported there and he pretty much with their he pretty much makes them figure out their powers and puts them up against like a bunch of things to fight because that's kind of his whole deal he likes to just he's just a big fan of superheroes and wants to he wants his own set of superheroes so i don't know they they fight like probably cameo characters the way the mcu is going and uh dr doom's with them and tries to like usurp his power the beyonder catches on as like no and kicks him out probably spitting him back out in like some random time uh a little bit like into the MCU. So he's, um, I don't know, maybe during the blip or something, just Dr. Doom should be spat out back into the world a little bit before the uh, Fantastic Four are. So he's like, he's been stewing in modern day before they are. Mm -hmm. And then they eventually escape. It's like a prison break. They make it out of the Beyonders lair. And now they're stuck. And as they're sent out, they realize, oh shoot, time passes weird in this area it's like uh interstellar and now we're in modern day oops and that's where the movie ends
0: hmm
2: well i mean like the whole reason why fanforstic failed was because it barely really showcased the superheroes so i mean like yeah if it goes down this route they would have to be very careful panning out the time.
1: It's true. As much as I'd love to have it take place a lot in the 60s, I feel like you can't give them their powers and them also to be in the 60s because then like, the importance of why are there superheroes now from the early MCU would kind of be undermined. Yeah, exactly. And Which is annoying because I'd love to have just like a 60s movie where they beat up Mole Man and then something happens.
2: yeah like if the movie were to take place entirely up in space then sure the 60s would technically work but then that would Mm -hmm. kind of ruin the whole point of having
1: them in the 60s exactly yeah it's a fine line
2: very fine line indeed yeah
0: and i think maybe doing another origin story is still the right idea and that's where they should go only because it's never been told somewhat correctly um Mm -hmm.
1: And you That's also need to true.
0: introduce this char- these characters into the MCU correctly. And it's, Putting it's them just... in the 60s is cool, but in the more you think about it, the more they have to like retcon stuff, I think.
1: Or it's true. It's stuff just so
0: annoying. It's so
1: annoying that the Fantastic Four is known as Marvel's first family, but they're going to show up super late into
0: the MCU. <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, they could just say, oh, it's in another universe. Boom. Done.
2: well i mean the problem with that is like (laughs) now we don't care yeah no one would really care at that point like people would stop caring because they're from a different universe so they're really expendable Mm -hmm.
0: yeah
1: maybe Um, what you want to do is like they're cast out from their universe and they they're cast out from their universe for whatever reason and now they're on this world with like superpowers And then after staying for a while, oops, we caused an incursion. And then that's where Secret Wars comes from.
2: I do, Mm -hmm. I do, I would like to remind you though that staying in another universe doesn't necessarily cause an incursion. That's only what Reed Richards thought. Um, Thinking back to like the ending of What If, uh, where the Watcher brought like Ultron Universe Black Widow into an alternate universe where they, where Black Widow died. Yeah, Like, I can imagine them doing something similar in this case, as in, like, the Fantastic Four would have been important to the uh, Sacred Timeline, but for some reason they were gone or killed off.
0: So Mm, another
2: universal, like, variant team would have to come in.
0: Yeah, maybe just in the butterfly effect that Mm -hmm. they didn't exist earlier on, like in the 60s. But these new characters from another universe, we do introduce, they were introduced in the 60s, and we're maybe just taking them from a world where there's perfect no aging. (laughs) 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 Because then they'd be 80 years old in our time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I do think introducing the
1: Fantastic Four is quite a rough thing to do, because the whole idea of them being the first family but also being in the middle of the MCU and not wanting to retread Captain America the First Avenger and uh not wanting them to be old is such a annoying line to do deal with so let's just um act like we figured it out and move well, on to like villains or something so
2: well I, I want to know one thing though it's that the MCU hasn't really explored the 1960s at all i would say like i frankly say that because I don't remember anything, really, like in the MCU that took place
1: in nineteen sixty. The oldest they've gone is World War Two, right?
2: Yeah, they've gone as far as well. Technically, yes. I mean, if you, if you ex- if you exclude all the Asgard stuff,
1: but well, um, yeah, I guess that's yeah, World, true. War
2: II, World War Two has been like the farthest back they've gone, and then they just kind of skipped all the way to like the eighties, I think.
1: Eighties mm-hmm.
2: and then nineties. There wasn't really yeah. any like substantial amount of storytelling in the 60s and 70s era.
1: Yeah, because who even cuz e- even though it is World War 2, World War 2 might as well be its own period in time. Yeah. It's a completely different uh, yeah, I don't know. It it's a completely different
2: Yeah, they only stretched as far as like
1: time and mm-hmm. then yeah. the then. mm Mhm. So
2: on on a, on like on another standpoint, yes, there is a lot of room for them. But at the same time, it would have to mean the world not knowing that the fan the Fantastic Four existed, or at least the Fantastic Four being a underground type of group, kind of like yeah. The Illuminati. Well, I wouldn't say Illuminati. Like, a,
1: you could do it like uh, a. Much- well. As much as government cover-ups have been kind of abused in the MCU with uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff, I could see it as, like, they fought some villain, then were frozen in time, or stuck in the negative zone, or something, and then uh, once it it, it was just so secret that even S.H.I.E.L.D. knew not much about it, Mm -hmm. and they only find out about it once it's, like, sword. So now, Sword kind of realizes, "Oh shoot, we have like four people or five people frozen in our basement, and unfreeze them or something."
0: Hmm. I mentioning Thor, I kind of have my own like opening that they could oh. do their origin. Oh. Like maybe, maybe in Secret oh, Invasion, oh, oh, okay. they introduce Reed Richards as an agent of Sword on the same ship that uh, that uh, Nick Fury was on here. That they showed at what at the end of something, maybe Far From Home. Uh, yeah, Far From Home.
2: End. Yeah, the scrolls.
0: Yeah. So in this Fantastic Four movie, or in in um, Secret Secret Invasion, they show off. Okay, uh, maybe Reed Richards and maybe Sue Storm are students on this play on this secret uh, spaceship. They could also just yeah. be researchers. They don't have to be students. That's, oh, true. that's true. Depending on like old, students, how old they want. Yeah, I guess. Um, and then I guess Ben and Johnny would also have to be there somehow, but I don't want them to get them all into one show because then that's a little bit too obvious. And then maybe something goes wrong and say, you can say something happened
1: like they were infected with space virus. So they've been kept on this ship to be quarantined. Yeah. Or something. And that's where the movie could
0: start. It's like. They've been like quarantined on the ship, and now yeah. we don't know how far a secret invasion the the show is going to go. It seems to be that it might be Nick Fury's last run as the character, because um, yeah, oh, which makes sense. But, so I think just doing a subtle cameo like that would be good, just to solidify something, and yeah. then continue it.
1: Yeah, I think like if you you. I don't know. Reed Richards has like a cameo or something, and then maybe if you really want to, you can say if something happens on the ship in Secret Invasion, you could say they've been cosmic raid, or they've been cosmic raid already, I don't know. But then the Fantastic Four movie starts them on this ship being kind of studied because they've been,
0: I don't know, in contact with space rays, and then it goes from there. I think that's smart to kind of Kind of split up their origin because we've already seen it in one movie. And the origin part is not the coolest part of these characters. It's how they react to their origin is what's mm-hmm. the coolest part. So if they can somehow put the origin in split up in a bunch of movies, not the entire origin, but the baseline of it into uh, maybe some of the shows or some other properties, and then mm-hmm. just continue on, we can explore their powers finally in a movie. Um, um, it's it's so upsetting that Fantastic isn't good because the idea of like
1: some evil government holding the Fantastic Four hostage to research them is such yeah. a cool idea, and they have to like escape. But then, obviously, I don't think that should be the origin. But it's just a very cool idea for something them for them to do. Yeah, exactly. Um. Mm-hmm. So I think we have our origin set. As much as I'd love for it to be in the 60s, this does make more sense. So who
0: do we think the villain should be?
2: 60s villain?
0: Hmm. I don't know any other villain than Doctor Doom for them. So, so <laughs> Over
2: Silver yeah. Surfer. Well, technically, he's... Silver
0: Surfer he, could he, be a villain. Kind of changes um, sides eventually. Mole Man things. was
1: the Fantastic Four's first villain. Although oh, I think he's too grounded and goofy to be like a proper villain. Uh mm-hmm. Although I have seen fan castings for him and it's very funny because it's it's pretty much two I've seen Danny DeVito which makes sense (laughs) and it's like haha it's funny Danny DeVito is like a short guy and the mole man is a short guy and I've also seen um, Elijah Wood which I also think is very funny and he's also a silly little guy that would be hilarious Mm -hmm. in a silly little guy role. Um, other villains include Galactus, who I feel is too big of a threat to be a first movie deal. Definitely. Um, there's Annihilus, yeah. who is the like master of the Negative Zone. Or he lives in the Negative Zone and conquers worlds. That could be uh, interesting. There is... Super um, Scroll? Yeah. I, Super I just Maybe... Super
0: Scroll could work so well to our origin story. Yes. It could
1: work. It just... It would suck for the Super Scroll to be the third or technically fourth time the scrollers show up in an MCU project. Well who and, knows?
2: Maybe, maybe that's yeah. the reason, maybe that's the intent. Maybe we see Super Scroll in the Marvels as a bit of a precursor.
0: Yeah, or you could be he like, like a scientist. scientist or something. Yeah. And then and that's where we introduce Super Scroll. And then in Secret Invasion is where we introduce a Fantastic Four on the ship. And something bad happens on the ship. And somehow Super Scroll uh, gets a hold of these four characters. And he does experiments on them to, to test what it is. Or something. And still introduces fantastic part from a Fanforstick.
1: That's <laughs> true. Oh. I just, I, my worry about Super Scroll is that the scrolls are kind of going to be bled dry by that time. Because if you if you have him show up in the Marvels and then yeah. also have him show up in Secret Invasion and like if you have scroll show up in Marvels Secret Invasion and then as a main villain in the Fantastic Four movie, it feels like that's a lot of Skrulls in a very short period of time. I mean, like, fine.
2: the releases won't be that bad. I I, I don't think.
1: Hmm.
0: I guess and,
2: like, having um. Like especially this is especially considering how they treated the Kree previously. Like the Kree had like a a huge abundance of appearances randomly in the middle of the MCU, and then suddenly they just kind of had a big pause and then went back to it and suddenly now they're just like gone.
0: Yeah. Similar to uh, the Nova Core.
2: So I feel like yeah, the Nova Core. And like and like I feel like the same situation can be done here so that they aren't, you know, like overinflating. A certain arc of the MCU,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Uh, and at the current rate, it'll be like one to two years between projects anyway. Like, yeah. what we're gonna get Marvel's next, like February, and then Secret Invasion, I believe, is either that summer or that fall. Um, and then F- Fantastic Four just lost its director, for, so guaranteed, it's out like two to three years out from now. It's
2: gonna get delayed for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, some other villains, just throw them out. Is uh there is I I brought up the Beyonder, who isn't really a fantastic four villain, but I think having him introduced before Secret Wars is probably a good thing. Uh there's also, well, obviously Doctor Doom and oh dang it, I just saw one. I oh Namor, but he will be in Wakanda forever. So we'll I, see how yeah. that goes. And
2: Hang already exists.
1: Yeah, Kang does exist and I guess could be the villain. And finally, there's oh, I don't remember his name. There's a guy who is just a bunch of superpowered apes. Who, what the heck? Oh,
0: what's, his, what's his name? <laughs> um Our apes? Oh, uh, Red Ghost. Yeah, Red, Red Ghost, Ghost is super ape. That'd be really weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he just has like four apes that have different superpowers and he's just like an I'm evil kidding. scientist. Hmm. uh who would be once again like a funny 60s villain but also a wild choice for the fantastic four movie if i guess if you want to do something really uh like if you want to do something more psychological there's also puppet master who pretty much does exactly what you'd imagine he's just like a mind manipulator but I really have no idea which villain I'd want because the Fantastic Four villains are insane. and yeah, what They're if, either um, way too
0: big or way too small. <laughs> what if they just do, like, maybe we'll just take out the f- giant CGI third act and instead, like, just explore each of the characters on the reaction to either the Bonner world or hmm. um, how public they want to be. Like, Okay, if, uh, well, the problem with that is the MCU has become so normalized, I think, where the the people of the MCU are like, oh, there's a new green monster of the week? Cool. So they will not get that much much backlash.
1: As much as I wouldn't want Dr. Doom to be the main villain, if you had a they're exploring their powers, you could kind of have it where, for the most part, they come to accept themselves other than Dr. Doom and something happens where it's a falling out. And while you don't need the big CGI third act, I feel like if you have Doctor Doom either manipulate them into kind of fighting amongst themselves or just have something that sets him up as a villain while also not making the Fantastic Four beat him, yeah, like where he wins but not enough to where it's just like he just straight up defeated them, that'd be a good... Ish way to introduce him as like a this guy means business kind of character, but you also don't want him to just like murder them because
0: obvious reasons. Yeah, even if you give the thing is it's a if it's a two hour movie, you're gonna have to give each character twenty ish minutes on screen. Um, Something if that's substantial for them.
2: Something so. substantial for the audience to cling on
0: to. Exactly. It's hard to balance that, and I and not you many want- directors can do that. If you want just like a really minor villain, so you
1: can explore, so they can explore themselves, and then if if you want like at least a small fight, you can kind of have it where maybe they beat up Moleman or something, and then that's not
0: like the third act, but something yeah, it could else. could be a montage or like a if they all want to individually explore their characters, that could just be a common. Common thing like a, going a, on. A, f- a way that they get together or something. Exactly.
1: Hmm. And maybe if you want, you can kind of have a Doctor Doom. Wi- Doctor Doom wins. Esque ending. Yeah. Uh. Actually, what if you do Red Ghost? He has like four different monkeys, right? So what if each Fantastic Four person they like split up or whatever, and they each have to fight their own monkey, and then they end up. Once they get together, they beat up Red Ghost,
0: and (laughs) that's how the movie ends, if you want, like, a more small-scale one. Thank you for joining us in the Brainstorming lab, as we created the perfect situation for the Fantastic Four to join the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion, and we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast.